Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 You guys, it's Rick Tittle! Uh, it is a Monday. It is time for a fresh week of sports talk. What's going on? I'm Rick Tittle. Nice to have you with us wherever you are listening in this great land of ours or okay, foreign lands. We're here for you because we're talking some sports, especially me as I cover every sport on the planet. Yeah, that's right. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, quidditch, rollerball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. It goes on and on. <clears throat> and it don't stop till the break of night. Need to talk about March Madness. Where do things stand as we get into the Sweet 16? How's your Sweet 16? Mine kind of went the way I thought it would <laughs> on a personal level. But let's talk about you. How are your brackets? Are your brackets destroyed? I'm talking about destroyed. Talk about the WBC as the uh, USA, six years later, getting a chance to defend its title. They are back in the title game tomorrow night. Either playing Mexico or Japan, and they'll figure out which one of those two teams tonight will be able to face off against Merck down there in uh, Miami. Uh, also, NBA, NHL, NFL offseason, spring training, as we are wrapping up spring training, and we got opening day. I haven't got my A's credential yet. Opening night is Thursday night. I don't think they like me very much. No, or is it next Thursday night? I got to figure this out now. All I know is that they ain't give me no, uh, ain't give me no pass yet. Yeah, it's next Thursday night. All right, we got another week. I won't panic just yet. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. I like to just stream consciousness on the air sometimes. I stream it, baby. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. We'll get Twitch fired up again tomorrow. Also, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel. Tune your cable provider and your TV set. Yeah, that's right. Sportsbyline.com. You can go there, click listen live 24-7. Sometimes it's not live. This one is. As long as you're listening at 9.08 on a Monday. And uh, also, uh, emails rick at sportsbyline.com. And the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back. we got three hours.
Before New Cascade Platinum Plus, I would pre-rinse all my dishes because my old detergent just wouldn't get them clean. But now, I do dishes differently. A no pre-wash, no rewash, money-back guaranteed kind of different. Because Cascade Platinum Plus has double the grease fighting power of Dawn built right in with twice the scrubbing power, giving me a clean that lets me break all the dish rules. I just scrape, load, and I'm done. Yep, <laughs> so clean. With Cascade Platinum Plus, I dare to dish differently. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. These are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, thank you for that. And come on in and get heard. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. You know, we also have free agency going on as well. <clears throat> when you look at who's going where, who's signing, did you get the guy you wanted? Some of these are like, eh? <laughs> It's a little bit weird. 
I thought just, and we'll get into the bigger stuff <clears throat> as we go along. By the way, this first hour is wide open, 1-800-878-PLAY. The 10 o'clock hour, I have two guests. I have TMZ editor and host Charles Latabodier. I'm going to guess it's Latabodier. Um, it could be any uh, combination of that. But uh, he's part of a, a new film called The Fifth Plane with 9-11. <clears throat> is that the one that didn't take off? I don't know. I haven't heard about this. We'll also have actor Harry Jarvis from England. He has a new movie called Followers, which is what I'm trying to get on Twitter. Uh, and then Pro Wagering's J.D. Sharp. In the third hour, we're going to talk March Madness with him. And then Sammy Sadler in the third hour, who I believe is a singer. Um, and didn't get a big rundown on him, but I think he is a singer. So we'll find, we'll find out together. <clears throat> That's what we'll do. 1-800-878-PLAY. But the, um, of all the little deals going on, there was one that I thought was kind of interesting on a side note, and that was that the Cowboys traded for Brandon Cooks, the wide receiver. Now, normally you'd figure, eh, he's a useful player, whatever. But he has now tied Eric Dickerson as the most traded player since 1980 because it's the fourth time he has been traded since he broke into the league with the Saints nine years ago. And once Cooks plays a down for the Cowboys, he'll have the record all to himself for most teams played for after a trade because <clears throat> Dickerson was dealt to the Packers in his fourth and final trade, but he flunked the physical. And I've had Eric Dickerson on this show. You never in a million years could tell me that he was traded to the Packers and never played for him. I do not remember. I don't even think he remembers that. So Brandon Cooks, Saints, Patriots, Rams, Texans, and now Cowboys. Five teams, four trades. He has six 1,000-yard receiving seasons. Those three seasons he played with the Texans where <clears throat> basically I forgot about Brandon Cooks because he was on the Texans. But got three touchdowns last season. <clears throat> and... Um, he wanted to be traded last year. When the trade deadline hit, he basically sat out a game because he was frustrated that he was still on the Texans. <laughs> I don't remember that either. But he's still on the south side of 30. And he, uh, you know, in his career, 49 touchdown catches. And so a couple of late draft picks uh, for him. But this guy was the 20th overall selection. And... Uh, as I said, <clears throat> the in the four trades involving him, his former teams have gotten two first-round picks, a second-round pick, a third-round pick, a fifth-round pick, and two sixth-round picks. For Dickerson, it was Rams, obviously, Colts, Raiders, Falcons, and Packers, but didn't play for him. And what's funny is when he <clears throat> took number 29, and uh, he, I forgot what number he had before, but he held it up in the newspaper. And then his friend was like, man, you picked a slow number. And he goes, well, all they had was that in 29. And he goes, well, you should have taken 29. He goes, really? So he told me on this show that he called the Rams back and said, yeah, I want to be 29 now. And they said, too late. He said, what do you mean? He goes, you held up the jersey in the paper. We're selling that number. He goes, all right, well, if I have to have that number, then I'm just 
going to retire right now. And they're like, okay, you can have 29. But there have been other guys. I mean, look at Randy Moss. <clears throat> Traded three times. It was close. First ballot Hall of Famer. Seven years with Minnesota. Remember how he dropped in the draft and had to transfer to Marshall. He was a problem. He liked weed. I don't even remember what a huge blockbuster it was when the Raiders got him prior to the 04 season. It's hard to believe that was 19 years ago. And in those two seasons with the Raiders, 21 touchdowns. I remember that news conference, which I went to. As I said, it's hard to believe now, 19 years ago. But he said twice, I'm a country bois, B-W-A. I never thought I'd be on the West Coast because I'm a country bois. Like, all right. That very first game, the Raiders were playing the Patriots. Of course, they have that, def not Deflategate. They have so many things. Spygate. Uh, no, uh, Tuck Rule team it won the Super Bowl. It was Thursday night football. And Randy Moss caught like an 80-yard touchdown like two minutes into the game. And I was thinking, it's a whole new world with new hurrah. And then, boom, we got blown out. I mean, there have been other – Brandon Marshall got traded three times. Broncos, Dolphins, Bears, Jets, Giants, Seahawks. I look at Marshawn Lynch, times he's been traded. And Buffalo was a bad fit for a kid from East Oakland. It didn't work out. But, of course, Seattle was a big, good fit. <laughs> Beast mode, beast quake. And uh, it, it's really that first, that beast quake, that was when the – the Saints were the defending Super Bowl champs, and they met the Seahawks in the playoffs in the wild card round, and Marshawn Lynch just banged it up the middle. That was like three years before the Seahawks finally won the Super Bowl. <clears throat> and uh, didn't lead the league in rushing, but he seemed like he always led the league in rushing touchdowns as well. I'll never forget when he came flying out onto the field to uh, help uh, Marcus Peters fight against the Raiders when he was on the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, and then they took Bart home. <laughs> People were <laughs> messing around with him. But anyway, there are a lot. <clears throat> there are a lot of um, uh, moves that have gone on. We're still waiting for the quote-unquote fireman's shoe to drop with uh, the Green Bay Packers and the uh, New York Jets. And according to a report from CBS Sports that Aaron Rodgers wants Odell Beckham Jr., who they can have with the Jets because he has no team, but he also wants Randall Cobb uh, to come over. He wants uh, Mercedes Lewis to come over, and he also wanted Alan Lazard, and Alan Lazard said, okay. Alan Lazard signed a four-year, $44 million deal. Did you ever think Alan Lazard would be worth that much? Do you know why he got that much money? Alan Lazard is very smart because it was a little enticing thing for, hey, Aaron Rodgers, you said you wanted this guy. We got him, right? It's kind of like how the Raiders lured Devontae Adams. Look, Derek Carr, your best friend from college. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we cut him. What? We told him to go home after 15 games. We're good on him. Uh, okay. So <clears throat> as you look through the free agency um, and see, you know, it's gonna, it always takes a while. I mean, the Lions just got Gardner Johnson, the DB. The Panthers signed Adam Thielen. That just shows Adam Thielen, another title guy. Um, 
but why would he want to go there? And it's basically because they were obviously offering the most money. Why would you want to go to a team like that right now? I think maybe the most under the radar move was the Niners getting Javon Hargrave. The Niners already had basically the best defense in football, and they get Javon Hargrave, who's basically Aaron Donald Jr., which is pretty amazing. All right, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about other stuff. I need to get to the WBC and your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Bible. Diesem Land habe ich Treue geschworen, bin geboren in der Pfalz. Ich lieb dich nun mal, jeden Berg, jedes Tal, Heimatland, du mein schönes Pfälzerland. Die Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 
That's 800-760-1845. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. For don't that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Feel free to chime in and be a part of the proceedings. We're here for you, baby. Oh, yeah. We're here for you, baby. Well, over the weekend, uh, Team USA in the WBC, the World Baseball Classic, they had a uh, quarterfinal game against Venezuela in which uh, Jose Altuve got his thumb broken on a pitch that got away from Daniel Bard. <clears throat> That's not good, whether you think he's a cheater or not. I don't want to see the guy get his thumb broken. Um, we also saw, um, I mean, earlier we talked about it last week, what happened to Edwin Diaz. People say, oh, it's a WBC. And it happens in spring training all the time. Scott Sizemore, need I say more if you're an A's fan. <clears throat> but the uh, USA needed a grand slam from Trey Turner to turn things around in that game against Venezuela, which the USA was leaving it very late. I want to say that was in the eighth. And <clears throat> it's funny because, you know, I was talking last week about when you meet people on the field and Miles Michaelis had the biggest barrel chest I've ever seen. And yes, I figured out he doesn't say Michaelis. Miles Michaelis is just like, who the hell is that guy? He's, he's enormous. And then these other guys look so teeny. Like Tyler O'Neill of the Cardinals in Canada. He looked like he was maybe five foot six. You just never know. That's one of the things I love about baseball. You can be a nerd with glasses or a big fat guy. And you're basically going to be John Daly. And if you can, I mean, look at Panda. You know, everyone's like, oh, he needs to lose weight. Why? He was hitting like 337. <laughs> it's like, and then he thought, why do I? He had pretty good range at third. It's like, why do I have to lose weight? I can get all this done being a fat guy, like a really fat guy. <clears throat> That's one of the things I like about baseball is that, you know, in soccer, there are no fat guys. No. And a fat guy in soccer is just somebody who's not like Barishnikov skinny, basically. But Trey Turner, <clears throat> I was standing next to him in the dugout in Phoenix last week. And he has these little stick arms, which is funny because like I noticed that about Bobby Wood Jr. I know that about Tyler Higashioki. These guys aren't like weightlifters. You get too bound up. You lose a lot of your litheness, or is that a word, or your elasticity, whatever. You lose a lot of your agility when you're up. Did you ever see when Mike Tyson was heavyweight champ, him play basketball? It was one of the most pathetic things you've ever seen. It was like watching Martin Short's Brock Linehan try to dribble a basketball. He was dribbling it with his wrists. Like he had no idea. He had no athletic ability outside of beating you to a pulp. <clears throat> He literally was so bound up. 
But anyway, what what the difference was is I'd watch these. I was at BP for a few games. You just watch these guys jump in the cage, and it's just all drives to the wall. Like I maybe saw two ground balls and two pop-ups. They were just driving the ball in the gaps. Boom, boom, boom. Just exploding off the bats. And if you asked me, would Trey Turner be strong enough to hit a ball out of a park? And I thought I would say no, but obviously he can. <clears throat> and that was a a great uh, 4-1 clout there, grand salami from a guy who was unexpected to do it. And that was, you know, that's sort of part of the, you know, like him going around the bases and getting fired up on his way to first, like the whole dugout's going crazy, which is great. But then yesterday, playing against Cuba in Miami, which it's, what's interesting, it's the first time Cuba has played a game in Miami since they were communists. So that means the 50s, the national team. And so there were a lot of Cuban fans there, for sure. And there were three occasions where, I hate to call them fans, but they ran onto the field with signs and flags. And remember, there's a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of bad feelings going both ways. If you think about in the 80s when Castro opened up his jails, and shipped all his criminals to the United States. They ended up living under a freeway. I mean, then you think about all the Cuban Americans who came here to get away from the torture and murder and, and incarceration and poverty of Cuba. They're always, you know, <clears throat> you can be proud to be of some place, but there's usually something complicated about it. But remember when Ozzy Guillen Gijen, he was the manager of the Marlins, and he said something to the effect of Fidel Castro was actually a great man. Oh, you can't say that in Miami. You probably shouldn't say that anywhere, but you really can't say that in Miami. And then he had to backtrack huge. The Marlins were basically, do you want us to just contract as a franchise? This isn't even a matter of just firing you at this point. But is the first inning too early for a turning point? And the answer is no. Because Cuba loaded the bases on the top of the first. Single, single, single. And <clears throat> Alfredo Despagne was at the plate. There's Wayno. And by the way, Adam Wainwright might be six foot eleven. Unbelievably tall. Another tittle vet. But I don't think of him in Randy Johnson category. Good gosh, that guy is tall. But Despagne, full count. Spit on a curveball, bases loaded walk, one nothing Cuba. Oh, crap. The United States is about to go in a big hole. But Wainwright, <clears throat> ground ball to third. Play at home, force, pop out to second. Everybody holds, ground ball to short. Whew. And then Mookie Betts in the bottom of the first, doubled, trout lined out. Goldschmidt, home run, and after one inning, it's 2-1 USA. Yes. Now, here's the thing that always makes me laugh. Expectancy to win. When Despagne took that bases-loaded walk, I saw the stat pop up. Cuba has a 74% chance to win this game. No, they don't. That's a made-up number. 
you the United States still has 27 outs to go at least and it's one run has come in maybe if they score five or six maybe you can say that it's one to nothing and the USA hasn't hit yet there's no 74% chance to win <laughs> so the USA just kept piling on <clears throat> two in the first one in the second two in the third two in the fourth two in the fifth four in the sixth and scoring in the first six innings and then Trey Turner another solo home run and uh, that's back to back at bats with a home run but then again, there is a reason why Trey Turner signed a contract for $300 million. How many teams is your $300 million guy batting ninth? Oh, by the way, he hit another home run later in the game. Trey Turner is 7 for 19. That's 368 with four home runs. You could say Trey Turner has a good chance of being the MVP of this tournament, Dice K, and you wouldn't be wrong. No American player has ever hit that many home runs. By the way, the leaders right now, Seung Yop Lee with Korea, South Korea. He hit five back in 2006. And then Adrian Beltre in 06 hit four. Vladimir Ballantyne of the Netherlands hit four in 2017. And Trey Turner has hit four and he gets another game uh, as well. But the only USA player to have two home runs in a game is his hitting coach, Ken Griffey Jr., who had the backwards hat during BP, saw him walking around joshing with everybody as well. But Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado in the three, four spots, the wrecking crew, four for seven with five RBI. That's called the heart of the order. And by the way, Goldschmidt is batting 333 with nine RBI, seven walks in the WBC. That means his on-base percentage is way over 500. So a two-man wrecking crew. And then Wainwright, you give him a chance to settle down, there's a reason he's one of the best pitchers of his generation. And three infield singles, okay, that's some tough luck. But Wainwright, who's 41 years old, did not throw a pitch over 88 miles per hour, and Velo is not his game. He cuts, he sinks, he does all of that. Yeah, Goldschmidt's OBP is over 600 as well yesterday. Thanks um, for that. Um Dominic, almost said Darren, it's been a while. But the WP, uh, WBC pitch limit is 80 in the semifinal. Wainwright came out after 64, and uh, there was probably somebody on the horn from New Bush saying, okay, you can get him out now. And they go, okay, we'll put in Miles Michaelis, his teammate. Like, okay. He gave up one run over four innings, and then Aaron Loop, Mr. Sidearm, got the final three outs. And that means that... Um, you know, Mark DeRosa, who hasn't actually, you know, stood on his bullpen. And, um, you know, the guys who are the high leverage guys like Presley and Devin Williams, they got the night off. So they should be well rested for tomorrow. So I said tonight you're going to have Japan and you're going to have Mexico. The only scary thing is that the United States says, United States says they might uh, actually start Brady Singer in the final. No, thanks.
If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800 That's 800-390-5160. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. <clears throat> 
I know, really. Welcome back and welcome to the show. Rick Tittle with you. We got open lines on a Monday, 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> so, as we know, there are three teams left in the World Baseball Classic. And I think a lot of you who probably held off, who said, wake me up if USA makes the final, which I don't blame you. Well, I'm trying to wake you up, <clears throat> and that'll be tomorrow night. And either way, it's a Mexico-USA rematch, and I went to that pool game, pool C game in Phoenix a few days ago, and Mexico tanned our hide. It was a beat down, and I mean beat down. This is why I don't want to see Brady Singer again. <laughs> they said they might start Merrill Kelly in the final. I'm just like, where is DeGrom and Scherzer and Verlander and Walker Bueller, like, you know, Max Freed, Shane Bieber. Like, isn't there anybody else? <clears throat> Apparently not. But, of course, the big news of the tournament, um, Edwin Diaz out for the season in a celebration. Um, they're saying there's a chance he could be back late, like September. We'll see. But the outcry was predictable. And... You know, first of all, it's Mets fans, <clears throat> and that sucks for a team that thinks they're going to win the World Series, and he's one of the best closers in baseball. And so I understand the emotional reaction for Mets fans. But anytime a player gets hurt and it's not deemed absolutely essential by anyone, those people are going to freak out and then proclaim that the player never should have been doing that activity in the first place. You know, your car hit a tree. Why were you driving? Why wasn't it Uber? Well, I wasn't drinking. You fell down in the shower. Why would you take a shower? Why aren't you taking baths? You know, I was playing with my kids. Why don't you have a nanny to play with your kids? <clears throat> it's just the WB naysayers will go with that. And players get hurt all the time. Sometimes John Smoltz, who I was standing next to him on the field. That guy ironed his chest. What? Yeah, he tried to iron a shirt while he was still wearing it. <clears throat> you know what I really wanted to say to him? Outside of just saying, hey, how's it going? Pretty good. What's up? What I really wanted to say is, you know, on my show, we play a commercial where you say, I'm former MLB pitcher and current Hall of Famer. Like, are you going to lose that status? Are you going to do Reggie Bush, OJ? Like, I don't know. But... In the case of Diaz, he wasn't in the WBC at that point. He wasn't playing. And you'd be like, well, it's technicality because he was still on the team and blah, 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 blah. Look, we have seen people <clears throat> get hurt shagging balls. And John Baker told the story on the air of when Dan Meyer got traded over from the Braves in the Tim Hudson deal that – he said he was with John Baker and he said, I feel like I'm going to get hit in the head. My luck's going so bad. The next pitch hit him in the head. And John said, I'm not lying. That's exactly how it went down. So it, it can happen. So you would say if you're a Mets fan or just a WBC hater, they don't celebrate like that in spring training. So there's no way you could ever get hurt doing that. <clears throat> okay. Well, and by the way, on Thursday, the Mets said they uh, surgically repaired his patellar tendon. 
and he's going to start rehab in less than a week. So, I mean, it doesn't sound career-ending. But if you're going to cancel an entire event because a high-profile player got hurt, even when it wasn't during a game, is the stupidest overreaction in sports history. You know, and it's the whole thing about you shouldn't make the players care. That's one of my favorite things. In other words, why are you trying so hard? Well, what if it's, you know, opening night at the Coliseum next Thursday night, the 30th? It's the A's and the Angels, two teams who aren't going to the playoffs. Sorry, Anaheim. And, you know, Shoei Otani twists his knee running out of ground ball. Now it's okay, and he's going to miss three months. Now it's okay. Why? Well, because it's a real game, and he's supposed to be trying. Oh, okay, because that makes a lot of sense, because an A's-Angels game in April, sorry, March 30th, it's okay to get hurt then. You know what I mean? When is it ever okay to get hurt? You know, Jeff Kent riding uh, wheelies down Scottsdale Boulevard in his motorcycle, and then he said I was washing my truck. Carney Lansford. In a snowmobile, you know, guys playing pickup basketball. I remember just one of the most mortified times I ever had was the day before camp was going to begin when I was playing college football. There was a pickup basketball game, and I thought, don't play, don't play, don't play. And I thought, well, it can happen. I went up for a rebound. I came down, stepped on my friend's instep, and I blew out my ankle. I mean, blew out. I couldn't put any weight on it. And the next day was camp where they were going to time me in the 40. So the trainer at St. Mary's took a horseshoe, literally like this little metal horseshoe. And then he taped my ankle up and the, the purple blood was going all the way up my knee. And I ran on it. I ran like a four, eight or something. And, and I told my coach and he's like, it's not my problem. That's the thing. The walking wounded, so I never took a day off. I just kept playing because I knew if I took a day off, I would be out of sight, out of mind. There were always about 10 to 12 guys standing on the sidelines with crutches or casts. or They were called the walking wounded. And you know who mattered to them? Nobody. And so <clears throat> I'm about these WBC players. Isn't life more worth living when you care about stuff? Right. Instead of the mundane, you know, I was talking about the other day that the the Giants and the whoever they're playing, the Royals, they had a zero zero game. (laughs) Would you rather see a game where people care and are trying? Bryce Harper, who was really sick to miss out on the WBC and he played for Team USA and U18 levels. He said there's nothing like putting USA on your chest. And I'm sure it's the same thing for people who put Puerto Rico on their chest or Japan or Korea, whatever it is. That's much, much, much better for that. But just the whole, it's an unnecessary injury risk. Well, why isn't Verlander and Scherzer and Bieber and Bueller and all these other great American pitchers not there? It's because their teams are like, hey, you're not going to that thing that doesn't matter, right? What's that? You know, that stupid World Cup of baseball, whatever they call it, where we're just going to win anyway and no one cares. You're not going to that, right? That's what I thought. 
Well, I would think, okay, yes, sir. Whatever you say. I will maintain there is no more risk to playing in the WBC than there is in spring training. And I'll take it a step further. I think it's more dangerous to play a regular spring game, spring training game, because if you ever played sports on any level, when you take your eye off the ball and you lag, that's when you get hurt. When your eyes are on the prize and any other catchphrase, when you're trying, you're getting hurt. The level of chances goes down mighty strong in that mighty strong. So yes, I will maintain giving a damn makes it less possible. And you say, well, you know, you're going to slide into second base and try and take that guy out. And maybe in the spring training game, you won't. And that's exactly my point because you're trying to take somebody out in a double play. What are you doing? You're committed and you're bracing yourself. If you do some half hearted thing and the guy turns around, throws the ball into your forehead, So, look, it's a human reaction. When something like that happens, you think, how do we not, how do we fix it? How do we prevent that from ever going down again? Right? And it's understandable to think that. And that's why it's understandable to say that the WBC shouldn't exist and no players of value should ever take part in it because you have to be ready for that May 30th game at the Coliseum. That's when you should get hurt. Does that make any sense to you at all? No. So the whole thing about, well, you know, I mean, are you a Dodger fan right now saying, I'm so glad Max Muncy isn't on the team. Could you imagine if he pulled his hamstring? We really need that big bat in the lineup. Is any, if you're thinking that, then I mean, just geez, please. Now I'm also someone who doesn't like nationalism unless you're talking about my country. (laughs) Right. Uh, but you're going to tell Trey Thompson, don't represent Great Britain, you know, just don't do it because you might get hurt. And he's like, what? So I can get cut in spring training. Do you think Trace Thompson is going to make, I mean, he might, I'd probably say the odds are Trace Thompson is going to get cut and maybe bounce around and end up in triple A, probably be in the international league playing for the Lehigh Valley iron pigs <laughs> for the Phillies. But Look, bad stuff happens. S happens. We don't like it. The WBC didn't cause Diaz's injury more than spring training has caused every single injury we have seen in spring training, and there have been a ton of injuries in spring training so far. So if your argument is, I love spring training baseball, and you're robbing me of Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado and Adam Wainwright and Miles Michaelis and, and Tyler O'Neill and all the other Cardinals. You're robbing me of seeing them in spring training. All right, uh, you have a point. But if your point is they're going to get hurt, then I don't agree with you. I just don't. You know, and Jose Altuve getting hit by a pitch, you'd say, well, you know, in spring training, uh, pitchers don't get – no, and can I tell you something? In spring training, pitchers are sometimes told to just work on a certain pitch. In the World Baseball Classic, the guy's trying to get him out. In spring training, it might be, well, you know, I'm having problems with my slider. I'm just throwing sliders, even though I'm an inch away from your face every time. I really got to work this out. So, in other words, I love the WBC because I love international play. I love the idea of all these guys. I love the idea that I can root for Mike Trout. 
for the first time ever. I've never rooted for Mike Trout outside of all-star games. But the American League, am I tied to that? I kind of. Do I love the American League? No. Do I love USA? Yes. And you put USA. I mean, even the Ryder Cup. I don't even care about golf, but the Ryder Cup, I see American flag. I'm like, wait, what's going on here? So this whole thing about you're going to get hurt more, I completely disagree. I'm Rick Tittle. Take a quick break, and we'll come on back on Sports Byline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. That really hurts my feelings. we still got two more hours to go. Charles Latibaudier will join us. Also, Harry Jarvis, J.D. Sharp, and Sammy Sadler will join us as well. Timing can be everything. I remember working here um, about 10 years ago, and someone at 95.7, a producer, was getting ready to leave. I had inside information, and I told someone that worked at Byline, call the um, assistant PD right now and get in there and get an interview. You ended up working there a long time. <clears throat> in other words, you got to strike while the iron's hot. And I think it's fantastic that Edwin Diaz went down, and then Zach Britton said, I'm doing a showcase. <laughs> Zach Britton was a very good reliever at one point. He was a two-time all-star. There were already rumors about him going to the Mets because he was his familiarity with Showalter in Baltimore. But he's 35. He had some Tommy John issues. He had a short shoulder ailment. Uh, in the last two years, he's only pitched 19 innings. And when he did pitch, his ERA was north of six and the fact that he has not pitched in uh, that many years um, drew a tepid interest because apparently a third of the league showed up. Ten teams. Maybe that's better than nothing. I remember when John Axford did one and he ended up signing with the A's. So right now the Mets said their closer situation will be committee. David Robertson, Adam Adovino, anyone who's a good matchup at the time. We'll see. They have enough money to buy a new guy. But like Zach Britton, you got hurt? Showcase time. I'm Rattle. We got another two hours. Come on back on Sports Pod. USA News, I'm Rich Johnson. What will happen on the streets of Manhattan tomorrow if indeed former President Trump's prediction that he will be arrested 
comes true. In America, you're, you're, you're free to protest. Yeah. You're, you're not really free if you can't express yourself. But do it peacefully. Louisiana Republican Senator John Kennedy on Fox News urging calm. There's already one protest set for tonight. This one organized by the New York Young Republican Club. It's asking people to peacefully gather. Trump posted he expects to be arrested, but one expert says probably not. I don't expect an arrest. I would be surprised by an arrest. If he is charged, I imagine he'll be given the opportunity to self-surrender. Former federal prosecutor Chuck Rosenberg says if Trump does not voluntarily surrender, authorities don't have much choice but to arrest him. Still, the U.S. attorney in Manhattan is not saying if an arrest is happening. The grand jury considering the hush money allegations against Trump is still hearing at least one more witness today. A positive morning on Wall Street as investors react to the weekend takeover of Credit Suisse by its chief competitor in Switzerland, UBS. A big loser already, those who bought so-called Tier 1 bonds from Credit Suisse. Regulators in Switzerland have wiped out the value of those high-risk bonds as part of the sale. Another round of layoffs is coming to Amazon. It told employees today about 9,000 of them will lose their jobs in the coming weeks. China's President Xi Jinping is in Moscow meeting with Vladimir Putin. A statement says the leaders are discussing strategic cooperation and will sign several new agreements. The nation's second largest school district may shut down tomorrow as teachers and staffers are promising a three-day strike. The conflict in the Los Angeles Unified School Districts over a new deal for janitors, bus drivers, and other support staff. But the teachers' union says its members will walk out in support. This is USA News. Remember customer service? Yeah, it's almost a lost art. Almost, because actually MediShare is nailing it when it comes to caring for their members. No wonder MediShare gets double the satisfaction rating compared to health insurance. Imagine, you get to talk to actual people and they're for you. Well, we're all here for the same thing. We want what's best for the members. How am I going to help this member today that has come across my desk? How am I going to make sure that what they need is what they get and as fast as possible? So, yeah, you'll love the savings with MediShare. There's no doubt about that. But the way you're treated is just plain refreshing. To be able to pray with them before actually disconnecting that call, you just get goosebumps. And you know it's God, you know, just leading you to that person. So you can save a lot, but as always, it's people who make the difference. Call now. They are great to talk to. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. A soldier lost for more than 50 years in the Vietnam War is coming home. The Defense Department says the remains of Nebraska native Larry Zitch will be buried soon. He went missing in the crash of a helicopter in Vietnam in 1972. His remains were given to the U.S. government more than 30 years ago via, by a Vietnamese refugee. Dental and DNA analysis confirms Zitch's identity. Seems like every day is some sort of national day, and today is no exception. It's National Happiness Day. It's an invention of the financial website WalletHub, which ranks the most and least happiest cities in the USA. This year it ranks Fremont, California, a city in the San Francisco Bay Area, as number one. Rounding out the top five, San Jose, California, Madison, Wisconsin, Overland Park, Kansas, and San Francisco itself. Coming in as the least happiest city, Detroit, Michigan. This may be a bit personal, but if you're a male, a basketball fan, and you have come to realize that your fatherhood days are over, 
This is your time of year. There have been journal articles published that the most popular times to pursue a vasectomy are at the end of the calendar year and then also in March because of March Madness. Dr. Alexander Rosansky with the University of Texas Health System says it's important to take time off after that procedure and not move around. So sitting on the couch for hours on end watching college basketball is a win-win. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. Fees are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total average rates. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800 That's 800-293-0328. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. You know, I was talking last week that Arizona getting knocked out of the men's tournament early cost the Pac-12 a lot of money. But how about Ole Miss going to Maples Pavilion on the farm? And remember the early rounds of the women's NCAA tournament, they're playing in the favorite stadiums. Hard enough to win. The Cardinal of Stanford women have not missed the Sweet 16 in 16 years. And not only did Ole Miss come in, it was no fluke. The Cardinal never led in this game. And you just think about uh, what that means for the Pac-12 and all the money they're (laughs) going to lose as they're trying to sign a new TV contract. But just a tip of the hat to Ole Miss to go into a place like Stanford, <clears throat> Tara Vanderveer Stanford. You know, that's like playing Pat Summit's Tennessee or Gino Ariyama's UConn. More about UConn men. But uh, that really rattles it up. Uh, this is an eight over a one at their gym, 54 to 49. And, um, Stanford came into the game with one of the top offenses and top defense. It doesn't matter. And 
Ole Miss had about 12 fans at the game. <laughs> it's actually, uh, and I'm fine with it. I, I mean, I'm not as, I don't go out of my way to root for Stanford to demise on everything, but I definitely don't like Stanford. I've had friends that have gone there. I worked the World Cup there, but I'm not going to cry over it. Uh, but anyway, like I said, uh, congratulations to Ole Miss with a, you know, you have to go into their building and beat them in a one seed, and uh, they did do it. All right. Yes, the women are playing too. <clears throat> 1-800-878-PLAY to get in. 1-800-878-7529. Big shout out to our brave men and women listening on American Forces Radio Network worldwide. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. Also on the internet at sportsbyline.com. Go there, click us in live, and emails rick at sportsbyline.com. Come on back with TMZ's Charles Latibodier. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean. Whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. B21. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. 
Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's a pleasure to welcome to the show longtime television producer, editor, and host in TMZ, Charles Latibodier. And uh, he's here to talk about a, an all-new investigation that's going to be airing tonight on Fox called 9-11, The Fifth Plane. First of all, Charles, did I say your name right? Yeah, Rick, you nailed it. You, I, I, I have zero critique. <laughs> you, you know <laughs> All right. It. We're off to a good start. All right. You yeah. guys, um, a six-month investigation that on 9-11, there were some flight attendants aboard a United flight who thought we were supposed to be uh, a plane that was going to do some damage as well. What, what did this all start, and what did you guys find out? The, uh, like you said, Rick, the flight attendants, but also the pilot of the plane. Um, and I got to say, even the FBI was, at the very least, suspicious. Uh, and we know this because of two things they did. They, they brought in all of the flight attendants to interview them about what happened on this flight. It's fl- United Flight 23 uh, was scheduled to take off from JFK that morning and fly to LAX. Um, and then also that they brought in all the flight attendants the next day to uh, look at a lineup um, of people that the FBI described as persons of interest. Um, they wanted to see if any of the people on board Flight 23 were in this lineup. And um, the fact that the FBI was this, the reason the FBI was this uh, curious and suspicious about this um, is what this you're going to see in this documentary tonight, documentary tonight because um, you are going to see all of the flight attendants, the pilot, a United dispatcher, and even a 9-11 commissioner um, talking about um, what happened on this plane, all of the events um, in their totality that make, you, make it hard to not agree with what the, the, the crew thinks, which is that they were, as you said, uh, targeted to be the fifth plane uh, on 9-11. And really, when I, you know, saw all of the facts laid out of what happened to them that morning, um, I had to, you know, I had to think, I think there's something here. I, I understand why they feel this way. I really do. And, you know, I know some people will think about this and will look at this and even just from the title go, oh, it's, you know, conspiracy theory. It's not that, uh, because you are going to hear from the people who actually lived this and why it has haunted them uh, to this day, because they don't have the answers that they have wanted to get from the FBI um, about what they experienced, which started with, I can summarize it this way, the, the flight attendants had five passengers in, in first class, and there was something a little off about it. There was something that made them not, again, at this point, at that point in the morning, they didn't know about other planes being hijacked. They didn't know about planes. Uh, the planes actually had not hit the towers yet. So they were unaware of all that. This was just, in and of itself, they felt like, 
behavior. Not that they wanted to stop the flight. They did tell the pilot, um, we just want to let you know what we've seen, um, just so you know. And the pilot said, okay. They start taxiing. Um, they're going to take off as scheduled. And then the pilot gets a notification from United uh, saying, just to let all of our pilots know, you should be aware of possible uh, attempts to break into the cockpit. Um, because at that point, they had just found out that planes were hijacked. Um, and the pilot said he, he grabbed the crash axe off the wall in the, in the cockpit, handed the fire extinguisher to his co-pilot and said, if anybody comes in, we got to handle, we got to take care of business. And then they, they proceeded, uh, taxiing down the runway. They, you know, down the taxiway, they were, uh, in line to take off. He said there were about 10 planes in front of them, uh, which was, he thought was unusual for that time of morning, but it's probably the thing that stopped them from taking off because before they could line up for, uh, for takeoff, uh, air traffic control came on and said, please return to the terminal. We are evacuating JFK and you are on your own. And I got to tell you, the pilot, Tom Manello, he said to us, um, I've been told to go back to the terminal before. I've never heard you are on your own and we are evacuating the entire airport. So at that point, they knew something was up. And then they did find out that uh, a plane had hit one of the towers. But they, um, they evacuated as they were instructed. They locked up the plane. And then 20 minutes later, something really strange happened, and this is where they go, like, what's happening? What? Two, two men were reported, reports that two men were seen running down the aisles of this plane 20 minutes after it was completely evacuated and locked up. And the pilot, you know, said to us, there's no reason anyone should have been on that plane. JFK was being evacuated. Why were the people running down the aisles of, the, of my plane? Uh, he was not on the plane at that point, so he heard this after after uh, after the fact from people at United who were on the ground, and um, it, it just struck him as very bizarre. And then the FBI told them when they called in their flight attendants for questioning, they asked them why was the hatch open. Do you, I, I don't know if you're familiar, Rick, with a, a commercial airline and what, what the hatch is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the, the bottom, right? The, yeah, it's the belly of the plane, and it's not normally used to board a plane. You have to hoist yourself up uh, through this hole, and then once you're in there, there's another hatch you can open to get into the cabin. But the FBI told the crew after the fact, like, we found, we went on the plane and found this hatch was wide open. Why was it open and why was it left open? And they said they knew nothing about it. When they left the plane, when they evacuated and locked the plane, that was not the case. So all of this made the FBI suspicious. Like I said, they interviewed them, and they had this lineup. But ever since then, the crew has not heard a thing. They haven't heard anything from the FBI. They don't know if their suspicions were correct or not. Um, but the fact that they haven't heard anything from the FBI, we tried to get information from the FBI. We filed a Freedom of Information Act and got nothing back from them. Radio silence. So... Mm. It's just made the crew well, I, I, very I, suspicious, and they've been haunted by this ever since. Well, they're telling me you got to run. Everybody's got to check this out. 9-11, the fifth plane. It's going to be tonight, March 20th, yep. on Fox at uh, 9 o'clock, right? That's correct. Uh, 
uh, 9 o'clock in the East and the Pacific, 8 o'clock Central. There he is, Charles Latibo Dier. Thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. All right, Rick. Take care, man. Have a good day. All right, sounds good. And something, you know, Charles started talking there. One of the things that was uh, very creepy to the people on the plane was that there was a man who was dressed as a woman. And that was something that they sent him off. But but then I started thinking, nowadays, if you told the pilot, hey, beware, there's a guy dressed as a woman, wouldn't you get canceled for even bringing that up? <laughs> I'm just saying, factually, there's a guy dressed as a woman. That was one of the things that they found was really creepy. Nowadays, you'd be like, you better not say a word about it or you're canceled. Also, they found box cutters. I mean, that is chilling to think about. You know, you think about that many, uh, you know, and where was the other plane going, the flight that the Cal rugby player helped take down in Pennsylvania? I mean, it's just, and still today, we still don't have all the answers, and this is why. And I know TMZ gets a lot of bad publicity because usually they just follow celebrities out of Starbucks and bug them. That's 90% of what they do as far as I know. But this one looks pretty cool. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come on back with British actor Harry Jarvis on the other side. an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. 
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. There's a brand new movie coming out on digital and on demand on Friday. It's called Followers. <clears throat> and one of the actors is with us. We're quite pleased to have him. It is Harry Jarvis. Harry, I know you come from uh, Kingston, which uh, I went to when I was going down to uh, Hampton Court Palace. Uh, not a bad place to grow up, is it? No, no. Uh, I'm from uh, around the corner from there in, uh, in Teddington, but that's where I went to school, and that's a gorgeous place to grow up. Yeah, so do, what, what football team do you support then? Oh, Arsenal, luckily. Top of the league <laughs> Luck- right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm in dreamland. <laughs> Did you ever get to Highbury before they knocked it down and got the Emirates? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I got to watch one of the best games ever. I watched Arsenal beat Tottenham 5-4. Actually, that might have been at White Hart Lane. But I did go to Highbury a couple of times, and it was just an incredible atmosphere. I loved it. I can. I remember the dichotomy, and I'm a Spurs man, but we stayed oh, up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but there was the dichotomy at the the old White Hart Lane where we stayed up on the last game of the season and you guys won the league on the last day of the season. So both teams were celebrating, but we were celebrating avoiding relegation. That's so funny. <laughs> what year was that? I want to say, Jesus, Robbie Keane and Peter Crouch were on that team. I want to say it was like 03 maybe. It's hard to remember now. Yeah, that would make <clears> sense. <throat> that would make sense. Oh, wow. I, I didn't realize you were a big football guy. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm out here now. I have to say soccer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's interesting is I always tell my friends in England when I go over there that that you guys invented the word and then taught it to us. It's not an American word. No, I learned that. I learned that recently, and it was quite depressing because we we get on our high horses (laughs) about it. It's football, not soccer, and it came from association football. 
which exactly. we sort of shortened to soccer. Exactly like right. We shortened rugby to ruggers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they had the, the meeting in rugby and they said, we'll call this, we're going to pick it up and run with it. We're going to call it rugby, rugby rules football. And then it just turned into rugby. I also, as a history major, any sport that was not played on horseback was called football because you were on foot. I'm getting off down to a tangent oh. now. No, yes. I, but I love this. We might as well just descend into this being the interview. <laughs> it's much more interesting. <laughs> um, followers. It's an interesting title yeah. because I think people in your generation might think social media followers, but mm-hmm. what, what is the title? What is this about? So followers, it's kind of a double entendre, I suppose. Um, it's about a social media star who's recently uh, been cancelled, um, trying to reinvent himself uh, through vlogging uh, at a university experience and discovers something paranormal in his un- university accommodation. Um, and it's kind of that that journey of someone who is recently hated trying to gain fame and popularity again and what he will do to reach those heights. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of interesting because we, we started on this before cancel culture really became a big talking topic. We started filming this about five years ago. And it feels kind of prevalent now with how uh, how massive cancel culture has become as a part of our daily conversations and daily lives. You know, it's funny being out here in California, basically the home of cancel culture. And I know all the time in, uh, I, yeah. I would be in England and, and people would say, you know, English people, my friends would say, like, you know, why did they shoot the buffalo to make the Red Indians starve? And I'm like, well, you know, you know, do they, what do you think about Orientals? And they're not racist. It's just that the terms, people have to catch up with the terms. Yeah. And yeah, that's absolutely. the thing that... Well, you, I, I, sorry, like I, there could be, there could be right no now, malice actually. behind it. It's just like, that's an older mm-hmm. term. <clears throat> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I've, had, um, I've had friends um, and family who've, who've used terms like that and just thought, that that's the accepted term that like there's nothing um, wrong or different about it. And I feel like sometimes, you know, you need to allow people to catch up and learn and grow. I think if people make mistakes, it doesn't, I think intention is, is, uh, is everything. And so often it mm-hmm. doesn't come from a place of, of malice or bad intent. It just comes from a place of miseducation or perhaps just not knowing that the world is changing. You know, if you, if you want to help re-educate people and then even after explaining all these reasons why people need to use different terms or et cetera, and they, they no longer do, then, then fair enough. But so often it just, it doesn't come from a bad place at all. Like that, kind of, that kind of thing needs to be, to be taught and uh, people need to be given time. Um, John T in this film, however, is different. He's just terrible. He's a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, just interesting. By the way, we're speaking with Harry Jarvis, the new movie Followers, coming out Friday from Terror Films here in North America. Um, I know your sister's uh, also an actress, quite lovely. And, and did you yeah. guys kind of get your start together? Like, were you doing Christmas panto? How did it all start off? <laughs> um, I, I started in uh, elementary school. Um, I played Peter Pan in a mm. play. Um, she was a lot younger than me. She's, she's about four and a half, five years younger than me. So um, she wasn't really doing plays at that time or anything. And uh, I, I got dressed up in the green leotard and tights and green eyeliner, as you do. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a local agent spotted me at the play and somehow off that 
wonderful performance. She decided that she'd like to take me on. And then I uh, booked my first TV gig when I was 11. Um, and, you know, my sister and I have, have written uh, scripts together and we've we've worked together on, on plays and stuff coming up in, in youth theatre. But um, in terms of actual films, we've done very, very little together. We've had little bit parts together, but um, nothing nothing major, to be honest. She's a fantastic actress, though. I'd love to see her do some more big work. She's brilliant. Yeah, your sister, Ella, it's nicely said. And the other thing is, too, and I know this is more of a really hypothetical that you can't answer, but it's just amazing to me that British actors are the best, more or less, speaking in general terms, even when playing Americans. Why is that possible? I mean, I'm not sure that's necessarily always true. I have a lot of American friends who play British people fantastically. I think... Um, maybe where it comes from being able to do the American accent. I feel like it's easier to do an American accent than do an English accent because the mouth just kind of relaxes. Whereas with an English accent, some things are so specific and the way that the mouth actually evolves and changes is quite difficult um, to do. And that's why I suppose it is more difficult for an American actor to play a British role convincingly. Also, uh, England kind of has a stereotype of an accent, you know, like it's, the, I guess my accent is the kind of stereotypical British accent, or you have that, you know, the Cockney English accent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's actually, it's so regional, and you can walk 15 minutes into a different town and come across a different accent <laughs> in England. Um, yeah, like if you so, think about Jord- Geordies and Scouse and, and yeah. you know, yeah, you can, you, you, it's like, well, you know, that bastard's from wheelchair. Have the Scouse accents like completely different. You think you're in a completely different country, like it's right in the back of the throat, and it's uh, <laughs> you could get from London to Liverpool on a three and a half hour car ride. If you did that in California, you'd find yourself in Sacramento, or best case scenario, <laughs> entering Nevada, where the accent's really not that different. And so, to navigate right. those tiny little pockets can be extremely difficult, especially if you don't know the small differences. Um, whereas with American, you do obviously have differences and, and, uh, and it's small changes, but it, it is more generalized, I think, than I, I, the UK. Yeah. So that's, um, I remember I was yeah. trying to plan a trip. We were in London. Actually, I was in uh, Harpenton, which is in Hertfordshire, but we were going to be going down to the oh, south cool. coast on either you know, Dorset or Cornwall, and there was a town mm. called uh, Mousehole, and my friend, who's English, mm. was trying to book mouse hole and they go it's pronounced mousel isn't it and they're like i didn't know you know i'm from <laughs> london what do i know yeah it's true it's true there's also that thing that um in california everyone drives and a one hour drive is not considered a, a big thing and often people will head to from for me i'm in los angeles so i'll head to yosemite or i'll head to napa and that'll be considered like a fun trip in england if you have to go from London to Cornwall, a couple hour drive. That's like the big holiday that you do all year. <laughs> There's much more of a kind of everything's public transport. A lot of people don't drive. So traveling even a couple of hours seems like a bigger excursion, a bigger task. Generalizing, of course, but <laughs> I think that's yes. generally true. Well, I've, I've led us down some merry paths here. The movie is called Followers on Digital and On Demand <laughs> from Terror Films. It is out this Friday, and we've been speaking with Harry Jarvis. Make sure to check him out in this film. Harry, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you, Rick. It's nice to speak to you.
no doubt. And um, Harry kind of proving that even an Arsenal fan can have a civil conversation. See, we don't need to get into all the rivalries. That's very rare, actually, for an English guy to have respect. <laughs> just be like, or just be like, whatever. You don't like my team. That's fine. But uh, far be it from me not to go down these uh, paths and uh, talk about uh, the culture of the country. Eh, we'll watch the movie, too. Followers, check it out. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We will come on back with uh, Open Lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. We'll see you in a second. emissions goals are driving automakers and consumers to accelerate the shift to electric vehicles, EV. But roadblocks still exist to allow for their transition. Recent data from the IBM Institute for Business Value found that 50% of surveyed customers are considering getting an EV in the next three years. However, only 13% of industry executives anticipate that their countries will be ready to support the EV fleet by 2030. Key factors such as public charge point availability, reliability, EV and energy costs and network connectivity are impacting EV adoption. Moreover, none of the executives surveyed believed that standard cars will be sold after 2040. Jonathan Wright, Global Managing Partner, IBM Consulting. Our survey shows that significant transition is going to happen by 2040, but it will require a sustainable power grid that can meet and exceed the expected demands. It'll take an ecosystem of companies across industries, governments, and other stakeholders for EV to really take hold. So the time for action is absolutely now. To learn more, visit IBM.com slash sustainable hyphen mobility. Sponsored by IBM. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. Tittle is a majestic stallion. Thanks for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> Just as an aside, when I think about, like, if you're a successful comedian, you got to always, like, you know, be on the road every weekend. You come home Sunday night or Monday night, and then Tuesday and Wednesday, you go to your local club if you're good and you work on new jokes, <clears throat> that type of stuff. And then you're back on a plane again. Well, then if you're really good, then you start doing theaters. In other words, the comedy clubs are just too small. You need a big theater. And right now, our man, Sam Marill, who was in studio <coughs> at least three times, I want to say four, had him on the phone many times. <clears throat> I actually saw him in New York on a Tuesday night in December working on stuff. He now is in the midst of booking theaters nonstop <clears throat> and he just today released some uh, new numbers and it's on april 20th san diego next night los angeles next night sacramento next night san francisco next night columbus ohio cincinnati indianapolis kalamazoo perrysburg ohio York, PA, Bethlehem, PA, Wilmington, Delaware, Baltimore, Philly, Hampton Beach, New Hampshire, Portland, Maine, Mash, Mashantucket, <clears throat> sorry, Meshantucket, maybe they say, <clears throat> Connecticut, Richmond, Greensboro, Asheville, Charlotte, Knoxville, Memphis, Birmingham. These are all back to back. Chattanooga, Nashville. Then he'll take a week off. Then Denver, Santa Fe, San Antonio, Houston. Just traveling every day on a plane to all those cities. But here's the thing. If you don't do it, you know who will do it? Somebody else. That's all it is. <clears throat> Somebody else. And that's why, um, you know, that's the old be careful what you wish for because if you're really good and really hot like Sam, who was in that movie Joker too, by the way, <clears throat> the Joker followed him on stage. <clears throat> Excuse me. The um, If you're really good though, that's the opportunity that you're going to get. It's like, wow, I'm doing theaters now. Yeah, you are. You know who wants you? Who? Everybody wants you. And it's the old thing like, you know, when I'm, if I make it to 80 years old, that's when I'll rest. That's when I'll do it. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> March Madness. Well, <clears throat> we now have the uh, Sweet 16. Uh, 
and that's going to be beginning on Thursday. We're going to have Michigan State versus Kansas State. That's going to be a seven versus a three. We're going to have Arkansas versus UConn. Arkansas, Suey Pig, great victory yesterday. That's an eight and a four. <clears throat> We're going to have Florida Atlantic versus Tennessee. That's right, FAU's first trip to the Sweet 16. That's a nine and a four. Gonzaga versus UCLA is a three and a two. On Friday, we'll have the other half, San Diego State, the Aztecs, my brother's school, versus number one, Alabama. Miami versus Houston, that's also a five and a one. Princeton is in the Sweet 16. They were not one and done. They'll take on Creighton, and they actually have a good chance to get to the Elite Eight. Sorry, Creighton, even though that is a 15 and a six. <clears throat> and then Xavier versus Texas, that's a three and a two. And then um, this weekend we'll have the Elite Eight, Saturday and Sunday, and then the final four will be the Saturday after that, April Fool's Day, and then Monday the third will be the national championship. But you see some teams in there you don't <clears throat> normally see. First of all, um, you have a, a 15, which is in there, and then you also have a 7, 8, and 9 that are in there as well. And that always happens. It usually uh, that always happens. But for me, my team, St. Mary's, we were ousted pretty handily by UConn yesterday. And it felt weird playing a team that said Connecticut versus St. Mary's. In other words, this little school in Moraga, California versus the entire state of Connecticut. <laughs> it's kind of felt that way. <clears throat> and St. Mary's, they just don't have the scoring to match these teams. And so they just have to rely on vehement defense, getting it done, which they were able to do against Virginia Commonwealth. And that's basically where they were. And before the tournament, I said St. Mary's would make it to the Sweet 16 in my poll just for fun. I was kind of hoping they would get past UConn. But in, in my brain and not my heart, I figured one win is probably about what they are. And <clears throat> they will never... I shouldn't say never have a chance in a national championship, but th what they would need was they would need to have some guy like Giannis Antetokounmpo or, you know, they, they would need to some guy like that to come in. And then once he got going, everybody around the country would be like, oh, I want to play with him. And then they could pop in. <clears throat> it could be one of those things. But for UConn, in the first round, they beat the Gales. And in the second round, they beat the Gales. That's right, Iona, Hyundai, Gales, and St. Mary's Gales. So, I ain't afraid of no Gales, is basically uh, what they were saying. But, you know, as I said, the, the Big Ten had another lackluster showing. The mighty Big Ten snug eight teams. Eight teams. And then you think about, can you survive the first weekend? Number four seed Indiana on Sunday joined number 10 seed Penn State, number seven seed Northwestern, number Illinois, number eight seed Maryland, number eight seed Iowa, and of course number one Purdue all getting bounced. And the only team to survive, who else but Tom Izzo's Spartans, right? <clears throat> A paltry showing. 
Um, I mentioned Xavier, who I once saw play in person um, at the uh, Shark Tank. And the and I've seen the NCAA at uh, Coliseum, a golden one in Sacramento, and also the Shark Tank. And this was against Gonzaga at the Shark Tank. And my old friend Scott Pastorino, big Gonzaga fan, was walking in. I go, you're going to win by 10. And he was a total Rick Tittle. He goes, shut up. You're jinxing me. Shut up. Don't jinx. But that was a game where Bill Murray was sitting a few seats away from me because his son was an assistant coach at Xavier. And uh, also David West, who was on the Warriors at the time, was sitting there because he's an Xavier alum. And then Chris Weber was in front of me broadcasting, and I couldn't believe how skinny he was. He was like Freddie Freeman skinny. But <clears throat> if you think about when Xavier and Marquette played in the Big East tournament title game, and Marquette just ran Xavier off the hard fl- hardwood floor, bye. And then number 14, Kennesaw State, was up 13 points on – the Xavier Musketeers in the first round and Xavier frantically crawled back to win that game. And then they played Pitt yesterday and Adam Kunkel started drilling threes. He hit all five of his three point attempts and finally they started getting hot. And it's just, you just think about each individual story about how you get, to the Sweet 16 and the uh, the call on CBS when Kunkel hit that fifth one in a row. They got, oh, he's not human. I was like that. Uh, Kentucky led number three, Kansas State, for the whole game yesterday. But they were unable to be contained by the other Wildcats from Kansas State. Kept getting attacked off the ball. That guy, uh, Marquise Noel, and he spells it Mark, M-A-R-Q, and then Q-U-I-S. Marquise Knoll, <clears throat> 27 points. Kept drilling three after three. And what that means is that Kentucky's Sweet 16 drought is now three years long. Oh, my gosh, three years. Well, for them, that's huge. For Coach K, and he was asked about Kentucky fans, and he says, I have empathy for those fans. I understand what this program is about. I think that's what makes it what it is. I tell the players, this isn't for everybody. There's a high expectation level. It's Kentucky. I understand it. Well, do you? I think what, what's funny, there was this uh, inbounds play that K-State ran that uh, their coach calls it the Mahomes. <laughs> what it is is that all five K-State players all start out of bounds, and then the inbounder effectively goes, hut, hut. And then the four teammates run routes. It's a football play. And uh, it's funny because Tank said, we stole it from somebody else. We always call it, we actually call it the Mahomes. But it works. Why not? But once again, if you're into blue bloods, Duke sent home in round two. Kentucky, round two, out. Kansas, a number one, a defending champ. Out. Indiana, if you still regard them as a blue bud. Out. Now there are still some names. I mentioned Michigan State. UCLA are still fighting for their tournaments as well. But, I mean, you'd say, well, is North Carolina there? They didn't even go. What? Yeah. But I mentioned Coach Izzo, who I once hung, I once hung up on by mistake. 
25 straight March Madnesses for Michigan State. And they're headed to the Sweet 16 for the 15th time in that span after beating the two-seed Marquette by nine. And it's an incredible record, made even more incredible by how well Izzo has fared with teams that have had mediocre seeding. Because, I mean, he usually has, when he goes on these runs, they're usually like a five or a seven. It's just kind of funny how he sneaks up on that. But when they got in the Sweet 16, he got interviewed on the sideline. He started crying. I felt, I felt bad for him. <clears throat> but for me, if you want to go back and wrap up this segment um, for St. Mary's, they just there was a guy named Adama Sinogo, and they just don't have players like that in the West Coast Conference. And in the two games this weekend, Sonogo for UConn scored 52 points and had 21 rebounds against St. Mary's, 24 and 8. And he's just an absolute beast in every sense of the world. He's unguardable. That guy is going to be an NBA player. I don't know if he's going to be a star, but he is going to be an NBA player. And like I said, you can go so far, but... As I said, St. Mary's would need a guy like that, and they would need a couple other guys. They would just need to get lucky, like Michael Olawakandi picking Pacific out of a book in England, thinking, oh, there's the beach. I can surf there, University of the Pacific. They would need something like that. So there's no reason to be uh, – I mean, you never like seeing your team lose, but there's no reason to think, like, what a waste. Because it's not what a waste. Getting to the tournament for St. Mary's is huge. Winning a game – is huge, but unfortunately, for a little teeny mid-major like that, that's about all you're going to get. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byland. Hey, pack rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood, but did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. 
Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. And, you know, you think about rivalries in the NBA and how many of them are really heated. And I think it's interesting over the last three, four, five years that the Memphis Grizzlies, who were the Vancouver Grizzlies, big continent, big country, Bryant, remember him? Um, that the Warriors and the Grizz kind of have a little thing going, and a lot of it is social media and smack talk and whatever. <clears throat> but Dylan Brooks was talking more smack as Memphis crushed the Warriors this weekend. But apparently he kept yelling, you suck off the bench. <clears throat> you suck, you suck, you suck. And the Warriors hear it. And after the game, Clay Thompson said, quote, I don't care about Dylan Brooks. When he retires, I don't think anyone will ever talk about Dylan Brooks ever again. I promise you. It's sweet right now, but wait 10 years. Wow. Then Steph Curry was asked about it, and he said, we didn't play Dylan Brooks. We played all of the Grizzlies. In other words, he didn't want to like give him extra love. And then Dylan Brooks basically said, paraphrasing, um, You know, they got four rings. He goes, but I got a lot of real estate in San Francisco, which means they're thinking about me. 
I'm living rent-free inside his brain. That's stupid. (laughs) But Clay Thompson is basically saying people will talk about me. He didn't say that, but that's what he meant. He goes, people will remember me. They ain't going to remember him. Pretty good stuff. Keep it going. All right, we'll keep this going. We have another hour. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA News, I'm Rich Johnson. What will happen on the streets of Manhattan tomorrow if indeed former President Trump's prediction that he will be arrested comes true? In America, you're you're free to protest. Mm -hmm. You're, You're not really free if you can't express yourself. But do it peacefully. Louisiana Republican Senator John Kennedy on Fox News urging calm. There's already one protest set for tonight. This one organized by the New York Young Republican Club. It's asking people to peacefully gather. Trump posted he expects to be arrested, but one expert says probably not. I don't expect an arrest. I would be surprised by an arrest. If he is charged, I imagine he'll be given the opportunity to self-surrender. Former federal prosecutor Chuck Rosenberg says if Trump does not voluntarily surrender, authorities don't have much choice but to arrest him. Still, the U.S. attorney in Manhattan is not saying if an arrest is happening. The grand jury considering the hush money allegations against Trump is still hearing at least one more witness today. A positive morning on Wall Street as investors react to the weekend takeover of Credit Suisse by its chief competitor in Switzerland, UBS. A big loser already, those who bought so-called Tier 1 bonds from Credit Suisse. Regulators in Switzerland have wiped out the value of those high-risk bonds as part of the sale. Another round of layoffs is coming to Amazon. It told employees today about 9,000 of them will lose their jobs in the coming weeks. China's President Xi Jinping is in Moscow meeting with Vladimir Putin. A statement says the leaders are discussing strategic cooperation and will sign several new agreements. The nation's second largest school district may shut down tomorrow as teachers and staffers are promising a three-day strike. The conflict in the Los Angeles Unified School Districts over a new deal for janitors, bus drivers, and other support staff. But the teachers' union says its members will walk out in support. This is USA News. Remember customer service? Yeah, it's almost a lost art. Almost, because actually MediShare is nailing it when it comes to caring for their members. No wonder MediShare gets double the satisfaction rating compared to health insurance. Imagine, you get to talk to actual people and they're for you. Well, we're all here for the same thing. We want what's best for the members. How am I going to help this member today that has come across my desk? How am I going to make sure that what they need is what they get and as fast as possible? So, yeah, you'll love the savings with MediShare. There's no doubt about that. But the way you're treated is just plain refreshing. To be able to pray with them before actually disconnecting that call, you just get goosebumps. And you know it's God, you know, just leading you to that person. You can save a lot, but as always, it's people who make the difference. Call now. They are great to talk to. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. A soldier lost for more than 50 years in the Vietnam War is coming home. 
The Defense Department says the remains of Nebraska native Larry Zitch will be buried soon. He went missing in the crash of a helicopter in Vietnam in 1972. His remains were given to the U.S. government more than 30 years ago via, by a Vietnamese refugee. Dental and DNA analysis confirms Zitch's identity. Seems like every day is some sort of national day, and today is no exception. It's National Happiness Day. It's an invention of the financial website WalletHub, which ranks the most and least happiest cities in the USA. This year it ranks Fremont, California, a city in the San Francisco Bay Area, as number one. Rounding out the top five, San Jose, California, Madison, Wisconsin, Overland Park, Kansas, and San Francisco itself. Coming in as the least happiest city, Detroit, Michigan. This may be a bit personal, but if you're a male a basketball fan and you have come to realize that your fatherhood days are over, this is your time of year. There have been journal articles published that the most popular times to pursue a vasectomy are at the end of the calendar year and then also in March because of March Madness. Dr. Alexander Rosansky with the University of Texas Health System says it's important to take time off after that procedure and not move around. So sitting on the couch for hours on end watching college basketball is a win-win. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. Fees are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total average rates. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. We are coast to coast. We are border to border. That's right. Both coasts of the Caspian Sea. <clears throat> what you got, what you get. This is why we're all here. We're here to talk sports. Every Mark Norman said he's ever done. Stand-up comedian. He walks out <clears throat> and he goes, comedy. We're really doing it. By the way, March Madness. 
the first round averaged 9.2 million viewers per window across CBS, TBS, TNT, and True TV. True TV. That's the largest audience for the first round ever. How about that? NCAA basketball, catch the viewer. I think one of the more interesting stories, too, about media deals, MLS, which is desperate for attention, they've signed a deal with, wait for it, TikTok. That's right, those spies from China. I don't know. But I don't know what the deal entails, quite honestly. Uh, Our games, can you watch a game on TikTok? Is that what it is? Or are you just going to have like the stars of the Colorado Rapids and San Jose Earthquakes and Portland Timbers like breakdancing for five seconds and then jumping up in the air and turning around and being in a bra? I don't know. That is not all TikTok is. TikTok might be the worst thing I've ever seen. And you go, we're not looking at the right stuff. I'm just mean like you just turn it on and it's just all that. But it's not for me. I'll be listening to my Johnny Mathis albums. Another title guy, by the way. 1-800-878-PLAY. Sammy Sadler, country singer, will join us in about uh, 15 minutes. Coming up next, we'll talk more March Madness with J.D. Sharp from Pro Patering. On the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, we stream through sportsbyline.com. Just click listen live on the homepage. And if you want to send me an email, it's rick at sportsbyline.com. Tiddling Sports with Rick Tittle is a Facebook fan page. So many fans, so huge and popular and beloved, totally. And the Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. In U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. 
If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. Fees are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total average rates. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's 12 after and the third hour. This is always when we check in with our buddy J.D. Sharp from Pro Wagering and ProWagering.com, the Sweet 16 is set, and we've had a lot of blue bloods go out. How have you been so far on your picks, J.D.? My picks have been pretty decent. I went 8-5 and five <clears throat> over the weekend. I was 6-1 mm-hmm. on Saturday, and then I believe I was 2-4 and four on Sunday. But my brackets are completely toast. I had Arizona winning twice, and then I had Houston winning the third one, but I had Marquette as their opponent. And obviously we, we saw how poorly Marquette played yesterday. So, yeah, pick, picks are going fine. I think I'm plus six units since the start of March Madness, which is fair. I'm probably going to make a CBI play today. I'm looking at uh, Charlotte, actually, in the CBI. But, uh, yeah, my brackets are absolutely 100% toast. Rick, how about you? Um, yeah, long time ago. They were <laughs> they were toast a long time ago, and you know I'm just happy that my my Gale showed up against VCU and won that game, and losing to that guy Adama whatever his name was with UConn, no, they no. they couldn't hand, yeah they could not handle well, that you guy. Know, so honestly, I think that if Dukas didn't get hurt, that game would have been a lot closer than it was. They didn't have much of an answer for him. He was two for two from three. He had eight points. But once it went down with that back injury, they just they just didn't have they didn't have the depth and the athleticism to compete with a team like UConn at that point. And then Jordan Hawkins at the end of the game, every three he made went in. So there was there I think mm. they were a bit of a, a victim of bad luck as well. Well, let's talk about some of the more interesting Sweet 16 games. I, I think if you're a fan of a 15 seed like Princeton, now they get Creighton. And no offense to Creighton, am I crazy to think Princeton could get to the Elite Eight here? You're not crazy. The thing is, this line is 10. It's pretty high. We're talking a six-seed Creighton against a team that beat Zona, that destroyed Missouri. You know, Princeton's tallest player is six foot eight. Creighton has a very athletic seven-foot-one center in Ryan Kalkbrenner, but kind of the same way you know, Jordan Hawkins made all his shots yesterday. Creighton played one of the 
I mean, they, they shot 60% over the course of the game. They were 22 of 22 from the line. They broke the record. And Ryan Nembhard scored 30. This guy averages 14 points a game max. He's, he's not that good. So I could see there being a regression to the mean for Creighton. And if they, and if they do blow out Princeton and they cover that spread, then I, I really think Creighton's probably going to go down in the Elite Eight because they're, just, they're not going to shoot that well that consistently, in my opinion. Let's talk about Gonzaga and UCLA because uh, this is a three and a two. And um, I don't this this has got great storylines up and down. How are you looking at that one? Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. This well, I, I took Gonzaga second half, I think, minus six and a half yesterday, or maybe it was minus six, because I knew that yeah, the NCAA, that they wanted this matchup for a number of different reasons. It's going to be the highest rated game, I think, of the entire uh, of the entire Sweet 16, and rightfully so. It's a tough handicap for me because Mick Cronin's such a good coach, but they lost Jalen Clark. Bone is not really a threat inside. Gonzaga has sneaky athleticism at guard, especially with Malachi Smith playing well. But again, Zona, they, they place, I'm sorry, UCLA, they, they play such good defense. And Tiger Campbell doesn't turn the ball over, and Jaime Hawkins has turned into a star. It's going to be a, the, the interesting matchup in that game for me is going to be Anton Watson against Jaime Hawkins. Is Watson that athletic? I mean, we know he's not as good of an offensive player, but is he athletic enough defensively to compete with Hawkins? Because if he's not, I think we could see UCLA winning that game going only by five, five points plus. Michigan State, the only, I think, seven other Big Ten teams didn't last the first week. Sparty and Izzo, the only ones left. And then you got K-State, Wildcats over Wildcats, knocking Kentucky out. Three years in a row they haven't gotten to the Sweet 16, which is a massive drought for Coach Cal. But what do you think about a seven and a three here, Michigan State, Kansas State? You know, I'm going to talk about that Kentucky-Kansas State game first. Kentucky just has no bench at all. They, they have no bench presence whatsoever. Kaysen Wallace, who's probably a, a lottery pick, he played really well. But Kansas State's pretty deep. You know, we saw Massoud hit that, that, that crazy three at the end from maybe 10 feet behind the three-point line. Noel's obviously kind of a magician with the ball. He's a bit of a wizard. He's like five foot eight, but he's quick. He's always looking to pass. Uh, Kansas State passes them. They're, they're much more effective offensively than Michigan State. Uh, I think that the average better is going to bet Izzo here. And I don't blame him for doing so, but I think this is a game that Kansas State can certainly win. They're more explosive offensively. I think that Sissoko's going to have problems with Tomlin inside. Uh, I'm, I haven't been sold to Michigan State all year, and I, I think, and also I, I love that storyline with Keontae Keont, Johnson, who collapsed for Florida two years ago, uh, right before COVID, or maybe like right after COVID started, and he's come back, and he's a, he's a bit of a dominant player. I mean, he's 6'6", 230, great athlete. He's strong enough inside. I think I like the Wildcats in this one, Rick. San Diego State and Alabama, the Aztecs having a great season for them. Do you give them any chance against the Crimson Tide? I do. I actually do. I'm not a huge San Diego State fan. I really don't like Matt Bradley. I think he's a bit of a prima donna. But they have, they have both athleticism and depth. This is probably the worst matchup for Bama because San Diego State is, is hyper-athletic. Now they've got guys like Jaden Leday, who's, who's an extremely athletic four coming off the bench. Guys like Micah Parrish, who's, who's a really good six-man, who can average 10, you know, who can go for 20 points if he gets hot from three. Uh, again, Bama is deep. They're athletic. Dutcher's a good coach. I think if, if referees let San Diego State get away with playing a very physical game like they do in the Mountain West, I think that San Diego State definitely has a chance to cover the spread. I think eight's pretty high. Uh, but they, they, they have a chance to win the game as well, although I do think that we'll probably see Bama win the game out right now. 
Arkansas, of course, had a tough road to get there as an eight. We know who they beat. UConn played two teams named the Gales, Iona and St. Mary's, a much easier path to the Sweet 16. What do you think about that matchup? This is a this is an interesting game, too, because I, I don't think that Mikhail Mitchell or his brother can match up with Sonogo inside. Uh, Nick's, Arkansas is just top 12 NBA prospects. They've got Council, who's a, an extremely – he's probably a top five athlete in all college hoops. Nick Smith, is they're, they're saying he's a top five tip, although he hasn't looked like that to me at all. I think he's actually pretty overrated. But Deshaun Davis has been playing well. Jordan Walsh, Anthony Black. I mean, Arkansas has even uh, Jalen Graham, the transfer from Arizona State. Arkansas has a ton of talent. They're extremely deep, actually, with their talent, and, and it's high-caliber talent. But is Deshaun Davis going to get hot again like he was against Kansas? I mean, they're not exactly a good three-point shooting team. And I think that UConn, Klingham, they don't have a matchup for him. Uh, Hawkins, Hawkins, his stroke is, it, he looks like Ray Allen, honestly, when, when he shoots the ball. So I think he's going to keep playing really, really well and, and hitting his shots. But this is, this is a matchup where I think that Arkansas is going to be kind of the consensus pick, although, yeah, UConn has blown out Iona and blown out St. Mary's. But I just think UConn has too much in this game. I'm probably, I don't do this very often, but I'm probably going to make a pretty big play on UConn money line. We just got about a minute here. The lowest seed outside of Princeton is Florida Atlantic at nine, playing the Vols. Is this where their Cinderella story ends? Uh, you know, that, that's tough because Tennessee has played actually really well since the Kai Ziegler went down. They've actually played better offensively. I think that Ziegler wasn't he wasn't great at setting up his teammates, um, and Meshack has played really well. I think they have enough size inside to compete with with Vladimir Golden. Vladislav Golden, who's the seven foot one center for Florida Atlantic, but outside of him, they're, they have like six guards that are between six foot and six four. They've got you know Rosado, who's about six eight two fifty, that comes off the bench. This this is a tough handicap for me. I may lean Florida Atlantic, so I'm just not sure that Tennessee is going to be able to score as often as they have in the last couple of games. But I think that my play, my my, my real play here, and and I'm I should be kind of hesitant because the under has hit. Just I mean it was it was uh, I think it was. 42 and 17 or something for the first for the first before Sunday, uh, but I think that I'm probably going to take the the under 131. You know, Fort Atlantic and Tennessee. I'm not sure I'm going to really go with the side here. There he is, JD Sharp. Check him out. Pro Wagering, ProWagering.com. JD, great insights as always. Thanks, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot. We appreciate your time. All right, Sammy Sadler on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. Tell me who's watching. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. 
The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Everything's Gonna Be Alright by Sammy Sadler, who joins us on the show. Rick Tittle back with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and also around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Sammy is here to uh, talk about uh, this single and uh, also getting past uh, the uh, what was called the, the Murder on Music Row. And uh, Sammy, welcome to the show. For those of us who don't understand what I'm talking about here you took a bullet and someone else died. Can you tell us a little more, please? How you doing, Rick? Thank you so much for having me on the show. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, my career, uh, Rick, started out a long time ago. I went to Nashville right out of high school and got a record deal when I was 18 years old. And by the time I was 21, I had my sixth nationally released song out that was uh, moving up the billboard in the cash box and all the charts and uh 
that was my fastest rising single. It was the old Aaron Neville song, Tell It Like It Is, that we had cut. And uh, that was my current single in March of, 9th of 1989. And Tragic struck that night. My friend Kevin Hughes, that was a chart manager for Cashbox Magazine back then, he was in charge of where the top 100 records uh, moved on the charts. And uh, we were coming out of my record company's office in Nashville on Music Row. And... Uh, started to get in his car and uh, someone come out of nowhere shot me and left me left for dead and shot my friend Kevin Hughes and murdered him and it's known around the world as the murder on Music Row. So a 13-year investigation what what took so long and what was the finding? Well I wished I knew what took so long uh, it took about 13 and a half years for uh, the, the, the police and everybody to solve this crime and uh, when it all came down, it all come out. It was a bunch of uh, record promoters. Uh, there was five or six different record promoters uh, that were involved in this. And to my understanding, four or five of them got immunity for telling their story. And uh, one of the guys uh, that was involved in it, they said that actually pulled the trigger and, and committed the crime. Uh, it took them 13 and a half years later to solve it. And it ended up being uh, all about payola. Uh, they were trying to pay Kevin off to move records that they were working up the charts. And Kevin was an honest man and he wouldn't take their money and they shot and killed him over it. And I just happened to be with him that night. So you were not targeted. You're just wrong place, wrong time. It's the wrong place, wrong time. But uh, thank God that the good Lord uh, had his hand on me that night or I wouldn't be here. You wrote the book, A Hit With A Bullet. What was it like to sit down and, and relive all that and study the, the that true story of corruption that you were talking about? Well, I mean, it, you know, it's obviously was a most roller coaster ride for me. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> people ask me, why do you why do you write a book 30 years later? Well, I can only say that everything happens in God's timing. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm just thankful to still be here and still be able to do what I love to do and still pursuing a dream that uh, I started so long ago. Yeah, you know, when I think about something that happened that long ago, I mean, did it did it rob you of your love for music? Did you lose your voice for a while? You know, uh, there for after a while, I mean, yeah, it it took a toll on me because I had to live with, uh, you know, who shot us? Why did they do this? Is somebody still trying to kill me? And then still, in on top of all that, uh, the police uh, the whole time. Uh, made me feel like I was a suspect in, in into this, or I had something to do mm. with it. And I, I took a lie detector test. I went and got hypnotized. I did everything the police asked me uh, to do, and still uh, they made me feel like that I was involved in this some sort of way. And here I am, you know, fighting for my own life. You know, that's ridiculous. If you were in on it, I don't think you were going to get shot, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean. Con- it's what I told them. I said, man, I mean, you know, never in a million years do you ever think something like that could even happen to you, and, and much less to, you know, say, hey, I'm going to get shot in the process. I mean, it just didn't make sense, you know, and it, it really, uh, the way the police treated me, I believe, put a cloud over my career and uh, and really hurt my career in a way just because of the content of it. You know, I, I was just a 21-year-old kid when this happened, and Kevin was 24, and you know, if this hadn't happened to us, there's no telling where we could have been in our careers. But, uh, you know, for, for them to, to make me feel that way and what they put me through, what they put my family through, uh, I wouldn't ask that on anybody, you know. Well, I don't 
think I've ever been over 20 years on the air, but I took a bullet in the chest when I was 10 years old, and the, the bullet is still in my chest. So we got a little bit in common there. Where did you get hit? Wow. Well, well, uh, just let me say thank God you're still here, uh, Rick. And I got hit thank you. Uh, kind of between my elbow and uh, my shoulder, uh, and the bullet uh, ricocheted uh, up my shoulder and went into uh, kind of my shoulder chest area. So whenever I raise my my right arm up and down, it's in that muscle that moves up and down when you move your arm. And they, they didn't want to take the bullet uh, out of there and tear up my muscles, what they told me. Yeah, no doubt. And I think for your fans, too, everybody, I mean, for you and me, it's a real bullet. But some people got bullets that ain't bullets, but it kind of has the same effect on them. And you got to fight through it, huh? Absolutely. You know, uh, everybody's got, got their so-called uh, their own bullet, you know, and uh, whatever that may be, uh, just, you know, uh, all I can say for me is that, uh, uh, you know, God uh, had his hand on me and, and I look back over my life. I mean, that night that all this happened to Kevin and I, I didn't know it. Kevin and I had only been friends for about seven or eight months. And I feel like we'd have been lifelong friends if this hadn't happened to us. But I ended up finding out later that Kevin was a Christian. And the night this happened to us, uh, Rick, I, I wasn't saved. And, uh, you know, and, and I just look back over my life and know that God has been carrying me every step of the way. And he's the reason that I'm still here and why I've sustained all of it. So to anybody out there that's battling something or you're going through something, just keep your head up and, and try to stay positive and focused and know that God loves you. And he can bring you through anything. Without him, we're nothing, man. You know, we were just listening to on the way in. We'll hear a little more on the way out. Everything's going to be all right. And just the, uh, just as soon as I heard it, it kind of put me at ease. And it kind of like the, the title matches the song, doesn't it? It really does. You know, I mean, here I am 34 years later, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm grateful to have that song. Steve Warner and Bill Labonte wrote that song. And it's just a great positive message. And, uh, you know, it's everything's going to be all right, man. I mean, I'm just thankful to still be here and I'm still pursuing my love of music and uh, I didn't let a bullet stop me and I'm still going to continue to chase my dream. And, and, uh, you know, everything happens in God's timing and, and I'm, uh, I'm just thankful to still be here and uh, getting to do what I love to do. You know, you think about, because we're about the same age and you're getting in the business, you're trying to get this stuff on vinyl, maybe get it played on radio stations and get in the top 40, whatever. And now everything's digital. Everything is going on Spotify or, or iTunes. And, but when deep down, it's still, it's still one person with a guitar, isn't it? It, it is, you know, it, that dream has never changed. No matter what changes in the music business, uh, the dream never changes. And, you know, God put this in me as, as a young kid and, uh, you know, I'm still here and I've got the fire back in me and the, and the drive back in me. And I'm just so thankful to still be here and got this single out and, uh, we're putting a new band together and getting ready to go back out on the road. And, uh, you know, it, it, it feels like it did whenever I was just a young kid, man. I mean, I'm just still thankful to still be here and, and, and doing what I love to do. Finally, Sammy, what advice you give to a young boy, young girl listening right now, singer, songwriter, maybe a teenager, they want to go to Nashville, L.A., whatever. What would what would some of the advice you give to them? Well, Rick, you know, you mentioned my book, A Hit With a Bullet. Uh, obviously, it's, it's about my life story, but it's also uh, covers the trial and the murder on Music Row. It's got country music history in there. And then it also tells about 
how careers are really made. And if if you're an aspiring singer, songwriter, musician, uh, not just because I wrote the book, but I think if they would go and get a copy of my book and read that book, uh, if you're not a reader, it's up on Audible as well. But you can get it off my website if they'd like a uh, autographed copy, or you can get it on Amazon or Audible now. But if you're if you're really got that drive in you that that's what you want to do and you've got that passion in you uh one never give up on your dream never take no for an answer every major recording artist that's ever been in music i don't care what genre it is they've been told no somebody's going to say yes but you've got to believe in your dream and success is not determined by whether you're on the radio and got radio hits it's determined by where you want to take your goal and where you want to take your dream and just be diligent about who you do business with and the people that you do business with and make sure that they're honorable uh, people and uh, it's someone that can help you uh, not there to take from you very well said once again the uh, single is everything's going to be all right you can go to samley sadler Dot com. Check out the book. Check out other merch and albums as well. Sammy Sadler has been our guest. Hey, buddy, thanks for coming on. Congrats for uh, not giving up. Rick, thank you so much, and thanks for the interview. If there's anything I can ever do for you guys or be a part of, please let me know. And again, man, God bless you for surviving what you've survived. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with some open lines on the other side. We'll be right back. Just when things get tight, it's no time to lose heart. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. Thanks for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast. Vince, I'll get to you in a second. Uh, tomorrow on the show, I have a guest from World Water Day. <clears throat> I had this girlfriend from high school who wasn't the sharpest knife in the drawer. This is like 1982. And she said, the biggest problem in the world today is the drinking supply. We're going to be out of water by 1990. I was like, that sounds great. Uh, One time, she let me drive her father's Mercedes, and she said, I just want to let you know my dad's rule. I go, what is it? She goes, we can't drive over 60 miles. And I said, fair enough, his car, his rules. Next thing he knew, we were like in Mendocino, (laughs) like 17 years old, driving her dad's car. And I said, I got bad news. We've gone way over 60 miles. She's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I said, you, your dad said his rules is that we could never go over 60 miles. She went, I meant speed. I went, you mean 60 miles per hour speed? You said we couldn't go over 60 miles. She goes, that's what I meant. She wasn't very bright. Let's go to Vince in Lafayette. What's going on, Vince? <clears throat> uh, by the way, interesting interview. I, I was sh- shocked when you said that you'd been shot in the chest at ten. That's that's yeah. I usually don't. I usually don't get into that. Yeah. Well, at least you lived. I mean, that's pretty cool, and you're pretty normal. So so far, uh, yeah. You got really lucky. Yeah, they say you got lucky. Thank God. I mean, that's like <laughs> really scary. Uh, it's still in my chest too. Here. Twenty-two caliber. Let's move on. All right, yeah, but I'm just glad you're okay. <clears throat> but I was going to talk about the sh- sharks. 
That's one got sent down, which I expected because they save a year of eligibility by doing that. And there's like, they're not going anywhere. And he has a chance mm-hmm. to go to the playoffs anyway with Barracuda. So um, right. I think it was a smart move for the Sharks. But he looks like he's going to be a, a decent player. I guess the type of player he reminds me of, and tell me what you think. I think he kind of reminds me of Hurdle when he was 20. Is that What do you think of that? Um, I think Hurdle might have been – I mean, Eklund got more hype maybe, but uh, I think Hurdle maybe was a little more accomplished because Hurdle's a little bit of a bigger guy, and Eklund is still kind of a little guy, but I can kind of see that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's what I think. I mean, I um, got a distance <laughs> – you know, and then you had that commercial where, you know, playoffs, <laughs> I'm just hoping we win a game. That's what I'm thinking about yeah. the Sharks right now. <laughs> Could they ever right. win a game the last 12 going? But I'm hoping they still get the number one uh, pick. Uh, and Columbus right now has the um, – Connor Bedard, baby. Yeah, I know. But it's you know, a big change. It's not like baseball or, uh, or football or basketball. I mean, football doesn't have that, but it's not like basketball. I mean, they were um, – it's like 26% to 13% from first to second. That's a big change. So, But I'm still hoping they get it. I mean, I know it's you know stacked against you, but you never know. It'd be mm-hmm. nice. It, it, it really helped change the team a little bit. Um, doesn't look like they're going to go too far. You know, I mean, this, I mean, this year. I mean, next year, I just think it's going to be um, build their young guys up, and it's probably going to be another year at least, even if they got the number one pick to not make the playoffs. I mean, they look a bunch worse since they did the, all those trades because they, you know, they downgraded their team a little bit. But I think in the long run they'll be much better. And <laughs> they can't be much worse. This is the worst I've ever seen the Sharks. What about you? I've been following them since '90. Well, yeah, I, I worked their games 1991, their first year, and and but they were an expansion team, so they were supposed to be pathetic. So, um, yeah, it's hard. I mean, and and it's kind of rudderless with a coach I don't have any faith in and a GM who's brand new. So, yeah, you could say this is kind of rock bottom. Yeah, but I think I, I still like <clears> the GM <throat> since his moves he's been making. And I, I, I've been watching the coach. I don't think he's a bad coach. I just think, you know, he's just got a bad hand right now. It's like you got your high card as a four and you're trying to win in poker, you know. It's not really going to work mm-hmm. out too well. So, But, right. I mean, I, I and then the other thing I was – I know I hate changing – topics like this but the mm-hmm. Warriors with Wiggins it must be really serious what's going on at family matters because his team's keeping quiet it doesn't look like he might be coming back this year or I don't even know about next year I'm starting to worry about um is that a possibility he might not be in the playoffs you think if they have the playoffs yeah it's a it's personal reasons but I really wouldn't think it would extend in the next season i have no idea what's going on but when you're out for personal reason for like weeks on end i would just probably think it could be one of two things and one is a, a health problem or one is like the trying to save a marriage or i don't know try to keep somebody out of jail trying to keep your property from being taken away i don't know what it is but it's uh it's it's much much longer than these things usually take so yeah it's worrying yeah i mean i was thinking family <clears throat> You know, maybe somebody's really sick, or he could be sick. I mean, I hope not, but that's another mm-hmm. thing I was worried about. I pray to God it's not him personally that's, that he's facing a, a, an illness, to life or death. I mean, uh, you know, now I'm, I was getting worried now more and more about him. Um, you hear, you hear about Wiseman, didn't you? Detroit is best game ever. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, he's he. I I I like the kid. I hope he does well, and and he's getting a chance to play, and that's what he needs. And he's playing on the worst team in the conference, and so there's no there's no pressure on him whatsoever. So it's a perfect situation for him. I just wonder if the Pistons are gonna wonder if he's worth all that money in a few years, and I hope for him that he is. Well, he's got like 14 rebounds last game, 24 points. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's look. That's the kind of guy we needed, a center like that. Yeah. I, I I just wonder if they didn't play him right. I, it just seems, I don't know. I think he's the, the Warriors have a great coach, but I'm not sure about his developing of, of the younger players. That might be his weakness. Everybody has a weakness. That might mm. be his. Um, but, you know, maybe in the offseason they should think about getting another coach, not replacing Kerr, of course. But a coach, a coach that specializes in developing young players. I think that you think that might be a smart move on the Warriors. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much. I mean, over the years, we think about you know Adams and and uh, Gentry and Brown and all these guys. You know, what did they really mean? Michael Malone was there. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it definitely helps. But uh, I mean, Atkinson was there. But you're right. I mean, Steve Kerr doesn't have any coaching experience outside of what he's been able to do. He's a great manager of personalities. He's down to earth. He understands, I think, uh, more than most people what it's like to be an NBA player because he was one. I think he understands, um, you know, the mindset of other ethnicities better than most guys because he, he's, you know, just his upbringing and how international he is. But, you know, the NBA is not really a league where you can develop players anymore. I mean, you got to come in and you you got to you got to produce. That's what the G League for is really. I mean, you kind of almost have to be a finished product nowadays. And that's what I mean, that's what I was thinking. The G League work on that because I don't know, it just seems like Poole did, did pretty well in the G League. Um I don't I'm not sure if Wiseman did as well. I mean, and I don't know if there's a difference between the two players. I would I'd love to have a sit-down interview with uh Poole and See why he developed so well in the G League, and why some other players—I wouldn't do by name—but some other well, players. Well, remember, well. Jordan Poole had a much easier path. All he had to do was really shoot, and I know that simplifies it. But Wiseman in the paint with the footwork, with the drop shoulder, with all the things, all the responsibilities defensively. Poole's defensibility basically ends once you get past the top of the key. He's just there to shoot. So his—I think his path was a lot easier than Wiseman's. What do you think? Um, the Warriors go from here. I mean, it, uh, I'm assuming that um, Wiggins isn't coming back, and they're probably going to have a first round exit, or maybe not even make the playoffs. Do you? Uh, what do you think they're going to do in the off season? I have a feeling that the Draymond thing is going to end, but then again, Lacob loves the guy, and he hates losing, and he would probably see Draymond leaving as as losing. But I think there could be something rather major, maybe. Myers won't be there anymore. I think the things that you can count on would be this the Splash Brothers and uh, Kerr uh, stinking around, but maybe no Myers, maybe no Draymond. We'll see. But yeah, you're right. Right now they're just a they're a 500 team who is going to probably have to be in the plan. Yeah, and uh, Myers, I don't understand that. I mean, there's a few moves that Myers made that I didn't like, but overall he's made majority great moves. I mean, by far, I think he's the best GM. And basketball, and if Jacob doesn't like to lose. What the hell is he thinking about with Myers? I mean, is he asking for a percentage of the team or something? I wonder what it is. Uh, I know. doubt it. That only happens with Billy Bean. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, but the A's, uh, I don't want to say that word, but it's mm-hmm. bad. And, and switching over a little bit to the A's, um, obviously they're going to be in last place, but I'm not sure if they're going to be moving to Vegas. It's because Vegas has demanded the A's to spend their money on, the, on their own stadium, which is $1.2 billion, and buy their own land, because Vegas is going to get an expansion team anyway if the A's don't move. And Chapman says Vegas would be better off to get the expansion team than get these cheapskates for the A's. And then the owners, there's $2 billion get divided by 30 teams. Why would they want the A's to move there and lose that money? I mean, you have to get 75% of the owners approved to do that, and I don't think you're going to. I mean, if I was an owner, like if I owned the Giants, you know, if it was in my backyard, I'd vote no. I want you know, that $2 billion divided by 30 in, in my pocket. Do you see that? See, I think that's what's going to... But, I mean, first of all, the Giants, as they, uh, the Giants, as they should be, are the number one proponents for the A's moving because, I mean, you just think about, even on a bad day when the A's get 10,000 fans, and usually the Giants are out of town, MLB tries to get it where one team's out and one team's in, but that could be 10,000 fans that could turn their attention to the Giants, even if it's just watching them on TV. The Giants, like the the Niners' dreams came true when the Raiders left because, um, you know, the first time they left, the Niners got so many of those Raider fans in the 80s that switched over during the Montana years. But I don't know if they're going to waive a relocation fee. They probably would waive an expansion fee uh, as well. But it's just too easy to move the A's from Oakland to Vegas and not have to worry about expanding. And every owner wants that to happen because they all want to hang out in Vegas. Yeah, well, I was thinking, why don't they just liquidate them or just demand to sell it? I mean, Jacob Lakeup wants to buy a baseball team. They, he wanted to buy the A's before these idiots got in there, and they, they, they didn't improve the, the sale. Why don't they just force these owners to sell the club and then – and Lake will build a nice stadium in Oakland and out at the end of it, you know, we won't have to I deal know, but with you can't, anymore. You can't force a rich guy to sell unless he does something super racist or anti-Semitic or something. Yeah, I don't know. And then I guess the last thing, you know, back to the Sharks again, I'm still like a bing-bong ball. But I guess Hill, or not Hill, which is the goalie for the uh, um, Sharks, uh, he didn't do that shirt or whatever, and they're, make, they're going crazy because, I don't know, Pride Night or something like that. I mean, I could care less. I mean, I think he should have worn it just because it's a team thing and you should be a team guy. But I don't think they should get upset about people. What's your opinion on that? I mean, I I think people have free choice, but I think he made a mistake, but I don't think they should, you know, string him up for that. Well, I mean, look, it's like you said, it's it's free choice, and I was going to talk about this tomorrow. But, yeah, James Reimer did not sign any pucks that had rainbow stickers on them. And um, he made a huge, huge, long statement. Well, I'll get to it here after a break. i got to go to a break. But since you brought it up, I'll read the statement by Reimer. Thanks for the call, Vince. I appreciate it. Uh, take care. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Pilot. Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. 
The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right, a couple minutes left, and I'll get into this more tomorrow around the league. But as Vince brought up, on Saturday night, the Sharks had their pride night. And in warm-ups, they wore uh, rainbow jerseys in support of the LGBTQ plus community. And goalie James Reimer was the only one who didn't come out for it. He said in a tweet, quote, under the umbrella of the NHL's 
Hockey is for Everyone initiative, the San Jose Sharks have chosen to wear jerseys in support of the LGBTQIA plus community tonight. For all 13 years of my NHL career, I have been a Christian, not just in title, but in how I choose to live my life daily. I have a personal faith in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins and in response asks me to love everyone and follow him. I have no hate in my heart for anyone. and I have always strive to treat everyone that I encounter with respect and kindness. In this specific instance, I am choosing not to endorse something that is counter to my personal convictions, which are based on the Bible, the highest authority in my life. I strongly believe that every person has value and worth and that the LGBTQIA plus community, like others, should be welcomed in all aspects of the game of hockey. Signed, James Reimer. Now, it is a free country. You can do what you want, but... That's always just as someone who also is a Christian, you're supposed to love everyone and you don't have to like say, I don't know. It's just whenever somebody announces they're a Christian, I always think something bad's happening after it. (laughs) You know, like you don't have to say you're a Christian. It's like, I'm a Christian and therefore, and then it's always something messed up after. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. pack time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.